In this week's parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu tells us, "Banim atem l'Hashem alekechem." We are all Hashem's children. What an incredible honor! Hashem considers us His children. Question is, we find elsewhere that we are called servants of Hashem. The pasuk says in Tehillim, "Hallelujah, avdi Hashem." So, are we Hashem's children or His avadim? So the Gemara in Kedushim brings a fundamental debate between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda says, When Ka Yisrael act like children of Hashem, if we are doing the will of Hashem, Atem Kruim Banim, then we are considered children. Otherwise, Ein Atem Kruim Banim. We are not considered Banim. Rabbi Yehuda says, This title of Banim Lashem must be earned. Rabbi Yehuda views being considered Hashem's child as a privilege. We must be worthy of such an association. However, Rabbi Meir argues, No matter how far we stray, we are and always will be Banim Lashem. Rabbi Meir says we are inherently Hashem's children because that is what it means to be someone's child. It's biological. You don't need to earn it. It's automatic. You don't need to work on becoming the child of your parents. On the contrary, no matter how hard you try, you can never sever that bond. Rameir is teaching us something so profound. A Jew can never truly drift away from their source. No matter how distant we might seem, we will always be referred to as Hashem's children. With this idea, I saw a beautiful explanation of the common custom that when we lose something, we put some money in the pushka of Rameir Balanes and we say, God of Rameir, answer me. And it's this very same concept. Just like on a spiritual level, Rameir says, there's no such thing as becoming completely lost. We always remain Hashem's children. There's always an attainable route back home. Likewise in the physical world. Lost items are never truly lost and can always be found. And that's why we invoke Rameir's name in these situations. Because in Rameir's world, just like a yid is never ever lost, your possessions are not truly lost either and can always be redeemed. Similarly, if a person is ill and the prognosis looks bleak, or a business investment doesn't look too promising, we again invoke Rameir's name, Why is that? Because Rameir is known throughout Shas that he is Chayish Lema'uta. If there's only a remote possibility of something coming to fruition, we still must take it into consideration. So even if the doctors gave up hope, and the lawyers threw in the towel, the accountant says the situation is hopeless, we rely on the Shita of Rameir, of Chayish Lamuta. We consider the long-shot possibility, and we never give up hope. There's a story told that in the late 1700s, the city of Prague had an elderly Rav, and he was deathly ill. He was lying on his deathbed. So the heads of the Kihila asked him, Who should we appoint as your successor? And he gave them a very cryptic answer. And shortly thereafter, he passed away. And everyone was baffled and perplexed as to what the Rav meant. They started searching the entire city for Talmud Chacham by the name of Rameir, but there was none to be found. So they decided, whoever can crack the code and figure out what the Rav meant will be the one that we will appoint as the next Rav of Prague. One day they bumped into a young budding Talmud Chacham by the name of Reb Cheskel Landau. And they asked him, what did the late Rav mean when he said, Vidilma Reb And he said, that's simple. 
You asked them who they should appoint as his successor because he was a Goises. He was in the throes of death. And the Gemara says, Roiv Goises and Lemisa. Most people in that state end up dying. But the Rav replied to you, Vidilma Reb Meiru. Perhaps we rule like Reb Meir, that is Chayish Lemuta, that we take into consideration the tiny percentage of people that actually escape death and continue living. So why are you asking me about my successor? And on the spot, he was appointed to the prestigious position as the Rav of Prague. And he went on to become the world-renowned Gon, known as the Noida Yehuda. We live with the words of the Holy Taner of Meir. For the rest of the world, Hashem is their king, their ruler. But for us, no matter how far we veer off course, Hashem is and always will be our loving Father, ready, willing, and able to embrace us again. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.